Hey guys, it's your girl Booney, and you're listening to episode 67 of the Booney Breakdown Podcast. The podcast where we sometimes cry, we always laugh, we might get a bit ratchet, but we're forever going to break it down. All right, guys, this week my guest is the BFF, the homie, KG. Uh, somehow we briefly chatted about our respective standums. That wasn't even on our topic list, nowhere on there, but you guys know who the fuck I stand for. You'll find out who KG stands for in this conversation. And we also chatted about all of the news about all of the recent TV and movie reboots. Um, I kind of joked Kenny because he seemed to be excited about one in particular and I was not sure why. So we talk about this new wave in Hollywood and some other hot topics. So stick around for that conversation. Um, I'm going to switch it up this week and my Boonies pick of the week might kind of end up being more of a little short story time with Boonie, but the pick of the week this week is just really, um, when you can live in the moment and be present and honor the intuition, like what your gut is saying. And so Saturday morning, I finally got my fat ass up and, I made it to yoga. I had been trying to get there, get there, get there. Um, I've just been so busy. And so I go. And I was on the phone with my mom before I was heading out the house. And she was like, didn't you say you had to go to the bank? And I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, all right, let me run to the bank first. And then I'll head to yoga. So I go to the bank and I took out some money to get my hair done because I needed cash. And so um, I took out like $420, not all for my hair, but I just took out some cash and it was all in twenties. Okay. All in $20 bills. So keep that in mind. So I'm driving, I'm singing, whatever. I'm almost to the yoga studio now, left the bank. And since it's been one of the few days this summer where it was gorgeous and sunny and no rain, I had the windows down, the sunroof open, just soaking in all the sunshine. And I get to an intersection in Baltimore that it's pretty common with having, you know, panhandlers and beggars or whatever. So the one who had the sign and looked a little haggard never even came over to my car. And all of a sudden the light just seemed extra long. And I'm like, what the hell? So I don't know where this guy, he just looked like a guy walking down the street. Right. And he walks straight to my car and he didn't have a sign. He had a cup and he was like, I didn't even turn my music down. And he's like, do you have some change? And I'm like, no, I don't have no change. And he said, well, do you have a 20? <laughs> and I start laughing and smiling. And I'm like, I definitely don't have that. And he's like, oh, okay. And he was like, you have a gorgeous smile. And he put his fist like in my window to fist bump. And I see he has on a wedding ring, like he's married. And so I wasn't afraid. I fist bumped him back. And he was like, all right, you have a bomb ass day. Like, literally, that's what he said. And he walks right back across the street. So he doesn't go to any of the cars. He doesn't ask anyone else for money. He just really walked across the street and kind of disappeared. The light turned green. And I go on about my way. And I just kind of smile. Like, that was a very pleasant exchange with, you know, a beggar, which I, I normally don't have. I, and so I go to yoga, do everything there. And I don't know if it was the meditations, the introspection that happened within yoga, that when I left, I'm driving home and I thought about that exchange again. And I was like, shit. Okay, shit. And I was like, I should have gave that man $20. Because I just said, I went to the bank and I had $420 in my wallet, all in $20 bills. 
And so when I look back at that, I was like, what if that was the universe sending me a sign, right? And you probably, guys are probably like, oh my God, (laughs) Booney, you were thinking way too deep. But follow my train of thought. Like, so I was just sitting here like, you had it, right? This is, you were going to use this for your hair. It was for earmarks for something else. But what if that was like the universe coming to me? He went straight from, do you have change to do you have $20? And I said, no, but I did. And so I'm thinking like, as I was driving, I was like, fuck, I should have given the $20 because maybe that was the universe saying, give me 20 and I will give back to you so abundantly. You don't even know how. Right. And I didn't do it. And so I was like, fuck, like, fuck, what if that's what that was? Like, shit. And I started second guessing myself a bit. Like, fuck, fuck, fuck. And so later I was like, you know what, Adrian, just go online somewhere and make a $20 donation to, you know, you know, somewhere. Just make a $20 donation. And so, of course, I got busy, got behind in my schedule, got sidetracked. I didn't do it. So then later I'm doing errands for my grandfather. <laughs> And he's like, oh, can you pick up my, my dry cleaner? And I'm like, sure, I'm going to pick it up. And so I go get to the cleaner. I'm thinking he's already paid for it, right? And he had not. And so I had to go. And, of course, his dry cleaning was $20. <laughs> and so here it is. I'm like, I'm, I was already out of $20. So, again, I don't know if these were coincidences, but I still went and made a $20 donation because I just felt like the universe asked me for $20. That's all it asked me for with a smile. And I did not get it. And so I keep pondering on this story. And I'm going to, I wrote it down in my journal because I feel like that was just something deeper there versus just a beggar asking me for money. Cause he just walked right away. He didn't ask anybody else. And I felt like that was a message that was just for me. And so I am curious, do you guys have these incidences that sounded terrible but do you guys ever have a situation where you look back at it and it was so simple that then you're like shit did I miss a message did I miss a touch point that the universe was sending to me and to me only and I'm fucking around like no I'm not giving you $20 right and that's all that was required of me and I had more than enough 20s in my wallet at the time so that is Booney's pick of week to just be present being present and being aware of what's happening around you and what the universe is trying to do with you as much as possible. So I am still going, as I'm recording this now, I just made a note in my phone to make this $20 donation because I'm not going to let the moment pass me by again. (laughs) So yeah, let me know. I'd be curious. DM me like you guys always do. I would love to know if you guys have ever experienced something similar. All right, so let's get into this housekeeping for the week. Uh... The feedback from episode 66 with Conjet Farrell was great. I received a lot of amazing messages from uh, single women, single men, married folk of just about how on point the tips and the knowledge that uh, Conjet was sharing. One married woman even said, for my single ladies, this therapist dropped so many gems. You need to listen to this now. And I took away a few things that I myself can even apply to other areas of my life. So I am so thrilled that you guys loved that episode. You guys really shared it. And you really just tied into the content that we discussed in that episode in episode 66. So if you have not checked that out, go back and listen to it. Uh, the, the episode is titled Finding the Love You Deserve. Okay. So Conjit just goes over some of the things. And I think the one thing she was saying for me 
was when she was talking about the haphazard dating. And I'm like, what is haphazardly dating? And when she broke that down and talked about women who, you know, are still have these delusional <laughs> ideas of what dating is. Yeah, she broke that shit all the way down. And that's what we love doing here on the Boonie Breakdown. Again, you guys are just so dope. Thanks for buying the merchandise. If you keep saying, oh, shit, I forgot. I want to get it. Uh, here's another code. You can save 10% on your orders over $20 using the code Booney 10 Booney, and then 10. The code expires Monday, August 12th. So you have another week to grab anything that you want to do. I heard the request about V-neck shirts. Okay. Um, maybe when the tanks phase out, you know, once summer's gone, maybe I'll swap in some V-neck shirts there or a crew neck or something to give you some variety so go ahead and grab your home i stay responsible and ratchet tees and tanks and i really do love you guys for the support again you can follow us on instagram and facebook at the boonie breakdown you can follow us on twitter boonie breakdown and when sharing the episode uh on twitter facebook instagram use the hashtag the booty breakdown or the hashtag pod n-p-o-d-i-n if you don't like hashtags i don't know why you can always tag us um i love seeing those because i like to um share them so if you especially in the instagram stories if you put us there i always reshare those when you do it so that's it for me guys so let's get ready to break it down all right hey guys it's your girl boonie and uh this week i have the homie hey kenny what up what i do Welcome to season four. Uh, no, I know it took too long to get on here. I'm, I'm sorry, uh, I'm booked and busy now. <laughs> yeah, I told you you are you're a full celebrity, so I'm like uh, low on the totem pole now. So never, I fit, where, I fit in where I can. But guess what? My August horoscope, because you know I read them. It said that in some eclipse or whatever, I'm gonna become a household name. Okay. That's kind of scary, though. That is, slightly. <laughs> like, that's the one thing, too. Like, I think it's, like, it would be amazing to be rich, to have the freedom to, like, do the shit, like, I would want to do and go where I want to go and buy the things I want to buy. But fame is something I really never really want. Mm-mm. No, I can take being rich. I just don't. I would never want to be a celebrity. No. Because, like, I just don't know how they live like that. And I think about it in the sense of people who, like, and I'll even use myself as an example. Like, even with Rihanna, like, I swear I know her, right? We're friends. Like, I know, like, if we ever met, like, we would just become friends. Like, I know it, right? And that's crazy. Like, I know that's crazy. And I'm so invested in her life that it's <laughs> like it's scary to think if you were that person to have millions of people. Um, yeah, like could you imagine invested. like if if you if you were Rihanna and you had somebody posting about you like on the amount that you do, like you would be I mean, freaked it's out. It's just every Friday. Like I'm not yeah. even as bad as her fan accounts. <laughs> I feel like you're consistently every Friday, but you pepper her in at least maybe once a day. Wouldn't it be wait a minute. How do I do once a day? Either on Twitter and or Instagram, there's some mention of Rihanna 
and I, 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 I'm, I'm gonna disagree with you with that if you said maybe every other day i'd be oh, like okay maybe my bad every my bad. day such, such a difference it's, it is <laughs> like she just did the whole british vote cover and i literally have not even posted about it that's because it's not friday and you're holding it <laughs> i literally like i know i said this last week in boonie's pick of the week like i literally will be on the toilet like my legs have gone numb and it's literally because i'm probably scrolling through beyonce or and or rihanna <laughs> fan pages like there's just there's just nothing i don't, I just don't know i don't have that that type of love for any celebrity that I can sit that long. Like you, you are, you are committed. I will say that. I you am. And I will, I'm saying this, like when the new Fenty music drops, she announces her tour. I'm hoping she brings back the meet and greet because she can are in there. Okay. So like, what is your cap? that you would pay like what 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 is like how much would you take out of your 401k (laughs) okay so i have levels to this right okay let's see so like for like a concert meet and greet backstage hug take a picture i would probably spend five to set 500 to 750 dollars on that okay so you're not going to be able to afford that i mean i could pay that but what i'm saying is is that i'm sure it's going to be way more than that that's what I'm saying. No, let me say. Let me let me backtrack that. That's like if I go to the website and that's what it was listed as, it would be no question. Like inter- card information done, right? It wouldn't even be a thought. Okay. Now, where I thought about taking money out of my 401k for, and she and I have, <laughs> she and I had talked about this last year, for Rihanna's Diamond Ball, which she does every year. Last year was the first year they had it in New York, right? Okay. And so I had literally, okay, I'm really showing my crazy now. And this is because I love y'all. I had literally drafted an email to see how much it would cost to sponsor a table. Right. And I was like, okay, if it's, if it, the table seats eight people and they say it's $10,000, I think I could find eight people who would be willing to pay the money to be in the room with those people like Beyonce was there Dave Chappelle Rihanna Jay-Z like it wasn't even just Rihanna like I think that was worth it okay so, so would... yes I would spend I don't I don't see me going over 1500 okay okay so that's your cap basically 15. Yeah. okay hmm. but like these are the things that <laughs> This is what we thought. And they responded back politely like, oh, at this time, all of our available sponsored tables are whatever. Yeah, I feel like you have to be in like the no. I'm sure you have to be invited. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like they don't but just I... have regular sponsors. Like if you're going to a Kappa Ball or something like that, like they, <laughs> <laughs> like they, <laughs> they want legit people not to say like the boonie breakdown is not a legit organization like i have an llc okay (laughs) (laughs) i literally like i I, and i didn't even expect a response back like i just thought they're gonna be like oh no but they sent a very polite 
respectable response back and i appreciated it well i mean there are times that you will get responses back from these people like i reached i i feel like i told you this i reached out to bruno to see if he would sing at the wedding um (laughs) his his people responded and said that unfortunately he was he was booked for the time but you know enjoy your wedding and have a good time i'm sure it wasn't bruno mars but it was somebody yeah Um, like i still think that goes a long way that touch point to just even say we acknowledge the receipt of this outrageous request (laughs) (laughs) i i even offered to pay for bruno's room at the resort oh look at you okay now your resort was a nice resort, so you would have had to get him a suite. And look at you—that'd be some thousands. I would have, I would have figured it out. I have no idea how, but I mean, for that type of experience, like, how could I not? You know? Yeah. But I, I, I had levels too. Where I was asking. I went Bruno, I went John Legend, and then I went Brian McKnight. <laughs> <laughs> you would expect brian mcknight's people to respond quickly and say oh yeah how much you gonna pay no i didn't hear nothing back and was this before or after show me how your pussy works Mm, that's a good question i have no idea i can't remember how long ago was that let me see i'm gonna google it right now no that yeah i would expect his people um to respond immediately (laughs) no the only people I got a response back from was Bruno. Wow, that's and that was like right before no, that was before Treasure or what, around Treasure. Yeah, that was. What was that, that was, album? I can't think. I know you're saying. Go ahead. That was that was Hooligans. That was around Hooligans time because that was thirteen. So, I mean, yeah, that was that was that was early Bruno. Oh, this was that your wedding was post Brian McKnight. Show me how your pussy works. Yeah, that was in 2012 man shit time flies (laughs) and also guys like kenny has just reached a major milestone he just celebrated and he's like literally about to go away to celebrate this five years of marital bliss man we made it we made it we made it we made it we're here and yes i said we i'm a part of this i'm so invested (laughs) like so invested and if you were at the live show in my drunkenness, actually, like, Kenny kind of, like, yelled at me afterwards. In my drunkenness, I must have said, uh, shout out to Martel. I must have said, I will cut a bitch if y'all break up my happy home. And I really mean it. Like, I really do love Kenny and his wife. I mean, it was just kind of, like, really aggressive. Like, I just felt <laughs> like it was. I, I needed like these trick assholes to know. But all of those people were upstanding citizens that were at your live show, and we would invite them back. (laughs) Buy a ticket for the next one. (laughs) We'll come soon. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So today on Twitter, I love Twitter. I really just don't even know. Like, I think this would be the hardest, one of the hardest social media for me to walk away from because it's just like, it's how I stay in the know on a lot of things. I've said that if, Twitter started charging like a subscription fee, which from a business perspective, I think they should say if they say if Twitter charged like seven dollars a month, I'd pay seven dollars a month for Twitter. 
I, I I absolutely would. I mean, I would consider it just like Netflix and Spotify. Like, fuck it. I don't think I don't think I would pay for any other social media app. I would definitely say fuck you, Facebook. Um, yeah. the only other one, I I guess like mm, this is tough. I think like if I were to pay a subscription for social, just for, maybe Instagram. Yeah, you would pay because well, you connect with the Boonie Breakdown. But yeah, like it's part of you, our business. If, yeah, if you didn't have like a brand or anything like that, like I don't think you would pay for Instagram. I don't because the thing is, like, I can't control. Even though I have a personal page, I don't post on that as often as I used to because I can't. I can't manage to. Yeah. Um, but the stuff on there I like to post that I I won't post on um, Boonie Breakdown, you know, and. People always also yell at me, and we're like digressing. We're going to loop back, but like people also kind of yelled at me, like, "Oh, why didn't you just convert your personal one into your booty breakdown?" And I hate when people do that because, like, I signed up to follow you. I didn't sign up to follow your business ventures. Like, I just think you should always give people the choice to opt in to whatever it is, and by switching your page over i just don't feel like i feel like you take your people's choice away and i know for me when people do that to me where it used to be pictures of your husband and your kids and your vacations and now it's it works and all this bullshit yeah, yeah. like i didn't sign up for that Block. so i unfollow yeah. <laughs> like this is spam like look yeah. the account yeah so this way it's like you chose to follow the booty breakdown um, separately apart from my personal page but anyway yeah i would probably pay for instagram but you know i really still fuck with pinterest on the low yeah pinterest is good for like food yeah it's like, like googling like home yeah. thing yeah yeah so i still fuck with pinterest i really do really really enjoy that one but, but I, I mean without a doubt I, I would just totally just link my paypal to twitter if they started charging tomorrow oh, yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, but I definitely would. On there today, I'm I'm ready to joke Mr. Kenneth here because Variety tweeted uh, the popular 80s TV show ALF yes. is getting rebooted by Warner Brothers. And so I retweeted and said, who the fuck wants to watch ALF again? And Kenny tweets back a raise your hand emoji. I, I don't why? What did you not enjoy Alf? I re- I remember watching it. I know it's that little puppet muff thing. I don't even know what Alf actually is. Like, what is he? He's an what alien. Oh, that's what he was. Yes. So Alf stands for, if I'm not mistaken, don't quote me, but I thought it standing for like alien life form. Oh my god! Like I never knew that. Yeah. So like he he like crashed. And like found a family, you know. And like, he lived with his family in the suburbs, right? Yeah. I remember that part. Yeah, I had no idea he was an alien. I was just like, "Is he a Muppet?" Like I didn't know. Shit. So wow. Yeah. See. But and still, it, I'm not interested in seeing this no more. Why? Why? Why would you not? My thing is just like, why can't we do new shows? Like everything's getting rebooted. Like I loved Will and Grace the first time. I watched a few episodes of this reboot and that was it. 
Okay, I get it if you're like, okay, I don't want to see reboots. There are some shows that I don't want to see rebooted as well. Martin, I have no interest in. Um, you know, shows like that. But ALF, I feel like you can't really go wrong with that because it's based around a kind of cartoonish kind of character. So you can do anything really you want. With Well, at this point, it's like, we'll bring back anything. You can bring back that fucking show with the dinosaurs. Like, not the mama. Like... I just don't <laughs> understand why we can't create new things. You're right. But there's, I think, I think what's happening is you have so many spaces that need to get filled. Like there's so many different ways for people to consume content that like you have so many shows, but so many different either channels or you got Facebook and Netflix and Hulu and all this other crap that they need to buy content. So you, you get the hit or misses where people are like, all right, let's try this again and see if it works. I personally think that this is one that could, could work. Yeah. I don't know. I won't watch it. You can let me know how it is. I saw that they're trying to like bring back Frasier. Um, it was another show they were just talking about. Oh, they were talking about bringing back the Jeffersons, All in the Family, and something. I'm like, why the fuck? Are we watch this shit. We still how, watching it. It come on TV one. Why? Why are we rebooting? How could they bring back the Jeffersons? I don't know. And it's like, honestly, like the shit is still in reruns. I feel like you know if a television show is good enough, if it's in reruns. Alf has have you has it ever been in syndication? I may have seen it at some point in the 90s. <laughs> okay, then we're done. <laughs> <laughs> like, Martin, that shit still comes on, and I still crack up laughing, like, Reverend Leon Lonnie Love. Like, that shit came on today, because the shit is funny. But I don't need them to make a new Martin. But there's, like, a... So, like, you gotta think, like, there's a new... I mean, you're probably not gonna get a lot of people that's gonna watch this show, just because, like, people consume content so differently you're not gonna have kids sitting down on a friday night yeah because tgi friday was popping yeah like that doesn't exist anymore so yeah i don't know i don't know if it'll be successful um but i would watch it the first couple of episodes just for some you know some lighthearted humor with an alien I guess. Wasn't it another show with an alien? Like, if they did another E.T., I guarantee you, E.T. would would kill at the box office if they did another one. I Not guess. to put Alf and E.T. on the same plane, but I'm saying that there's a market for this random alien life form that people bring into their homes. I don't know. I'm trying to think, have I seen all of E. T. I would hope Spielberg, so. right? I mean, I haven't seen a lot of movies. Like, I still haven't. Like, oh god, now everyone's gonna like yell at me, but I'm gonna go ahead and admit it. Like, I still haven't seen all of the Wiz and shit. Have you seen all of the Wizard of Oz? Um, I don't think so. Oh, okay. but I know the premise. <laughs> <laughs> Are you are you American? Or, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> You're like it's just like some shit. Like I just don't. I just yeah. I just haven't seen it. 
That's right. Name another movie like that you feel like all Black Americans should have seen. All Black Americans have seen. Yeah. I, I mean, I feel like at this point, I would hope everyone has seen Coming to America. I feel like that's like the quintessential. I literally just saw someone on Facebook the other day said that they haven't seen that, and they're doing like a sequel to this shit. Like, why can't they just no. leave stuff alone? I don't understand. Now that's but, one I don't want to see. I have no interest in seeing that. Now, but you go, it. you'll see fucking Alf. Yeah, because Alf is like <laughs> Alf doesn't have that same like meaning. The twins did to you. <laughs> like Alf doesn't mean as much to me as coming to America does. Well, they said that Eddie Murphy is involved in it, which might be the be only th- reason why I will even consider possibly buying a ticket to it. I mean, everyone's gonna go. Like, it doesn't matter. If like, you, you got to, because everybody's going to talk go. about it. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're going to go. Um, but I don't I don't want to see or know what what they try to spin off on it. I, yeah, I'm good. Okay, I'm good. so what's a show that you feel like should be rebooted? Because I feel like all these white shows are getting rebooted. Every So the, the two shows that I'm good, if they reboot, would be girlfriends and living single okay like those are the two that i could see logistically working like and they I'm, would be able- I, i'm with you there more so girlfriends than living single um because i i don't think with girlfriends we ever got a finale I don't think it was ever like it wasn't. It like, wasn't tied up in a bow nicely. Yeah. Like living single, at least we have a, a level of closure there that you can kind of see. But I do feel like because everyone always said girlfriends was the black sex in the city, that I feel like we could at least get a movie. And I know as Mara Brock Akil has been doing the press for um, the Love Is show. She was saying that, like, she refused to do a girlfriend's movie with, like, a weak-ass budget. So if somebody was going to do it, like, they need to come correct with an offer for her to do the girlfriend's movie. Which I can respect. And I think it's fucked up because Sex and the City, probably, I don't even want to think about the amount of money they spent on that trash-ass second movie that doesn't even exist to me. Like, they could have given that money to... Yeah, I never saw any of it. <laughs> I have I had never watched the show. I never um saw the movies. So I'm not surprised by that. Yeah, yeah. I also would not expect you to, so yeah, well thanks. I appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just re- I was just really, really shocked by you saying that you were in- and you weren't alone. Someone else was like me, I wanna watch it, so and it wasn't like, you know, like every week I've been like, Oh my god, I will watch Alpha again. But like if it <laughs> It popped up. I was like, oh, that would be interesting to see how they would do that again. Just like, I... no, it literally popped up and I was like, fuck, I forgot about that show. Like I had never, like it went off the air and I never thought about it again. <laughs> Cause we weren't, we weren't old. Like, I feel like this was in the, I feel like it was on the eighties. It was like, was it? I mean, we were very young. Cause when I, when I clicked the article, I think the article said it ran from 86 to 1990. Yeah. So, which means I probably watched majority of them on reruns. Well, I was gonna say, like, I think I, it came on. Didn't it come on? It didn't come on prime time. I felt like it came on after school, which maybe it no, was it the reruns. Then. After, yeah. <laughs> like this definitely came on like prime time. Did it? Alf yeah. was in prime time. Alf was a 
a pretty big show. Not big, but like it was enough to get ratings. Like it was on Damn. NBC. That's crazy to it me. Was, yeah, it was an NBC show. I think Let it was. Look. I think you're oh, right. Let me, Let me look. Let me look. But no, I think okay. I think I was definitely watching reruns then because I remember watching it after school, like Power Rangers and like Alf and shit. Yeah, so Alf was on from '86 to '89, and each season had 26 episodes. Yo, remember when shows had 26 episodes? Yeah. <laughs> shows have like 13 episodes a season, if that. Now couldn't do it. The only episode, the only show I could do that now is if they tried when they tried to do 24. Short as seasons, and then at twenty four, it's like okay, we're only gonna run them from October to December, and then they go away and come back from like March to May. Exactly, exactly. You gotta get breaks. Like when the fuck they start doing that? Like TV is so different now. That's because we all we can't we can't focus. We we absolutely cannot. It's so bad. Like my attention span is such trash. I feel I, bad. Like I, I acknowledge it, but I don't know how to rectify it either. Yeah, like I'll be, I'll be reading one article, and like something will be inside the article and trigger me to want to look up something else, and then I'll go off on a completely different tangent of reading something else, and then I have ten tabs open when I was yeah. just trying to read one article. I think it's literally just because we have access to so much information. The one thing I said, and I think you and I had talked about this before, the one thing I am going to do, and I should do it like today because it's August 1st. Um, I was, I said I was going to like turn off all the notifications on my phone. Cause I think that's the biggest thing that also kills my, my attention span. Cause I could be in one app it pop up at the top like oh instagram like oh who liked it and then i'm in instagram and then as i'm on instagram then i get a text and i'm like oh text like so i was going to turn off notifications on my phone did you hear i I forget who said this or maybe i read it somewhere that they that instagram times the notifications so that like say say you post something right and like five people will like it at the same time they re- they don't notify you or let you know that somebody has liked that they time it so that you're continually- no that is absolutely true because earlier today i had posted something and i was still in the app so i saw the little heart come up three times i looked saw who those three people were and went back to scrolling so later, I didn't even, I was actually doing some work and I had my phone down because I was listening to a podcast and then my phone went off and it was a notification and it was one of those people that I had originally seen. The notification popped up like, so-and-so liked your post. I mean, it's actually in like pretty genius. Yes. And the podcast that I was listening to today, they were making a point. Um, it was the friend zone. They were saying that like how... Um, they were watching an episode of Seinfeld's um, Coffee in Cars with Comedians, whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. He was saying how he doesn't let his kids use the internet. A lot of rich people don't. And they were saying why. And he was like, because Zuckerberg and all of those people don't let their kids use the internet. And they peddle the internet at us all day fucking long. And they don't even let their kids yeah. use it. It's, it's all the form of some, it's all the form of mind control. Like, it's, oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, it's, when I heard but that, it is crazy, like how, 
Like I'm a slave to this iPhone and yeah. Yeah. I, I had that one app that they're, that they're doing the update on like to um, let you know how much you're using each app or whatever. <gasps> yeah. So I had that. I had that. Well, I was, and I ended up eventually getting rid of the app just because I. <laughs> like fuck you for telling me how much I use my phone. <laughs> yeah, like it's it's giving me notifications every day. Like you, your screen time has been X, Y, Z, and I'm just like, oh. I just don't want it. But I, I think about it. it like I literally like every morning almost my alarm goes off at five a.m. I grab my phone and I hit snooze and then I open it my phone mm-hmm. and I check my notifications like mind you I hit snooze though and I see if there's anything I'm like pressing like oh look at this email I might read that email and then I'll cl- turn my phone off roll back over and then I close my eyes and then my phone my alarm is going off again and I hit snooze again yeah like it's, it's so I'm like I start at 5 a.m to possibly depending on the day 11 12 at night yeah, I see. I'm I do during the middle of the night, so like I'll start at like two thirty, three o'clock. What because... are you doing? <laughs> Shut up. So, <laughs> <laughs> like we have like where I work, we have an office that's in um like in New Delhi, in India. So like emails start coming in at like two thirty, three in the morning. So like I'll see, and I'll be like, oh, is this anything important? Blah 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 blah. And then I'll wipe them out. Normally don't don't even open those. But then that'll lead me to check the notifications and something else before I go back to sleep. Like I'll just wow. I, it's not, like it's not like I'm really consuming it, but I'm at least taking a look at it and saying like, oh, okay, what's going on? Is this anything important that I want to see? And it may lead to like ten minutes of me checking my phone three o'clock in the morning before I go back to sleep. I do this probably at least once a night. Wow. Yeah, it's not. It's probably not healthy. No, not well, at all. I, I that's the thing. Not. Like, once I'm sleep, I'm usually sleep. Yeah. No. And and that's the thing. Like, I don't. I'm not like wake. Like, I'm not one of the people that wake up and like stay up for like an hour, two hours. Oh like, God bless you. Yeah. Like, I don't even open my eyes. Like, sometimes I sleep so hard. Like, I literally have to tell myself, like, you know, you have the dream. Like, oh, I'm peeing, but it's like, oh, bitch, run to the bathroom. Oh, <laughs> like, I I really can sleep like really well that's the one thing i you know because you're a parent that yeah. is the one thing that you know my greatest concern about a baby is if that motherfucker does not sleep oh yeah because i really I mean I, I mean I really love sleep and i remember when i used to like watch this other baby overnight I literally would, it would be laying right there and I wouldn't hear it crying. Like my mom would have to come in the room and like get the baby. Like what the fuck? Like, how do you not hear this? Maybe it's different when you push it out yourself and you are connected to it. But I literally didn't hear the child. I mean, you will. Cause one, I mean, when they're a little baby, you'll have the little monitor and you'll get, it, it flips. Like before I could sleep through anything. And like when you had them, when I had them, it was like, all right, cool, you're, you hear something, all right, let's cool, let's pop up. And because, like, when we started, we were doing, like, the uh, sleep training, and, you know, we had them on, like, a pretty tight schedule. Like, 
we were, you know, when they would make noise, I would hop up, get one, feed them, put them back to sleep, get the other one, feed them, put them back to sleep, mm. take my ass back to sleep. Well, that's so the thing. Yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. never complain about kids to you because your ass did too. So it's going to be like, <laughs> shut your bitch ass up. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I'm so tired. I have this. This, I got, yeah. Like, I, I get it. I'm compassionate. But at the same time, no, I'm like, you aren't. <laughs> I know. Listen, listen, listen. No, no, no. Don't, don't, don't say that. I am very compassionate to people that have one child. I just try to imagine if i had one child i'd probably just be sitting there like hmm, i don't have anything to do like, just be like, oh, cool. <laughs> you be judgmental <laughs> shit like man <laughs> oh, God, this no one weak ass like, baby you like them parents you like well, back in my day <laughs> yeah. Like when people be complaining, like, what are you like? Come on, dog. Like, listen, you be all right. <laughs> like, I'm not even tired, and I got two boys that destroy everything. So, yeah, um, they're so active now. I just, God bless you. Yeah, yeah. God bless you. Yeah. So, speaking of black men, uh, well, yeah. I don't even know if these people were black. Maybe they were Hispanic, but they were brown. The, um, the photo of the baseball players who were hugging in the dugout. Well, they weren't hugging, but the one guy was like consoling the other player. Did you see that? Yeah, I definitely saw it. It was um. So yeah, I heard a lot. I heard a couple things about it. At first, it was like, okay, the dudes. There was a rumor that the person's mom died or something like that, and then I saw that that wasn't technically true, and they were just you know, consoling each other in the dugout. So it was it was a very interesting video, I would say. So it, so no one knows what the cause of it what the cause of it was. Um so I don't I mean, you know people do and show emotions how how they do it, you know, however they feel comfortable. I'm not going to knock them for doing it, but I will say that if I have a death in the family or if something happens or whatever, and one of my boys tried to like caress their fingers through my scalp, I don't know. Like that's, that's just not the way that I go about embracing. Okay. For me personally. So the thing was, I saw the picture and it was through a quick scroll. I didn't read all of the caption because, like I said, my attention span. <laughs> but when I saw it, I was kind of appreciative of it because you generally don't see you don't see that imagery of men one and then I I don't know if they were black or Hispanic or whatever, but men of color. And so yeah. to see that, I thought that's dope. And then I kept scrolling, but I didn't, for me, I it think, wasn't necessary to know to any background. Behind it. I think you'll have to see the video because the picture just shows them kind of like hugging. But the, yeah, that's the, not what video, I saw. Yeah. There's a video that it's like, he's like, 
there's the hugging portion of it, but then he's also like like rubbing his hands through his hair. That's the portion I was just like, yeah, no, I'm That's not, what made you I'm, uncomfortable. And not not even uncomfortable. Like, alright, cool, if that's how y'all do it, that's how you do it. That's cool. But I for me personally, I'm not that's not of interest to me for another guy to rub their fingers through my hair. More not my hair, because I ain't got none, but um (laughs) (laughs) um that was just like and i feel like i guess my issue is is that when when a man like if a man comes out and says oh yeah that's not something that i would do or like that's not like like i would never have that happen to me that is automatically that that guy is now categorized being homophobic yeah, well, when, well here, uh, no, I'll let you finish. Go ahead. When I don't, like, for me, when I see that, I'm like, all right, cool. If that's how you do it, like, if that's how you and your boys embrace, cool, that's nice. But, like, if me and, me and Rick were, like, to embrace, like, I would never, like, I would never rub my fingers through his hair. Okay, so it wasn't the embrace for you. It was the continued affection. Now, here's the thing that I was going to say, and I know that this is like the buzzword that's thrown around a lot, and I I usually buzzwords make me roll my eyes. But the toxic masculinity, right? Because I know some think piece is going to say that, right? And so I went to the shade room because (laughs) they have everything, and I see the video. And I can see how because of toxic masculinity someone came up with the narrative like to make this okay something so tragic had to happen to this man (laughs) to make it okay for this grown uh, grown colleague of his friend whatever to console him in such a way that he's he is running his finger he's playing in his hair yeah he's now the point that i'm gonna say is like okay you flip it to the double standard women do this all the time absolutely absolutely and so (laughs) for me like again i do i get the context now and seeing the video because i had just saw the picture um yeah like i i don't see what the conversation is about that like I, i i get why it is but it's like jesus like like you said if if you choose to uh, show affection and yours is like okay I'm just gonna pat you on the back um, and not caress your hair that's fine if you're gonna caress his hair that's fine too but I think it's like I think it's something deeper there and it might not be toxic masculinity but it's like how men handle emotion Yeah. and I was saying this to someone last night in the fact that like I don't think it's that men um, men don't handle emotion and that's their problem. So when they're dealing with emotions, they just keep it bottled up or whatever and they can't express it. But I, I even seeing the video, I still think it's kind of dope that they felt comfortable enough, no matter whatever the situation is, hey. to sit there in the dugout and, hey, homie, come here. Yeah, I don't agree with the people that are like, oh, no, that's you know that's gay or that's gay yeah, yeah like, like that's like, like nah, that's not cool but like 
like to say that, like, I don't like it when people say that because a guy would not do something like that, that, that in turn, okay. you know, that you're homophobic, that because, I'm homophobic yeah. because I don't agree with that. Not even agree, but not I even do. agree. Like that is just not, that's just not how you express yeah. yourself. Yeah. That's not my fault. Yeah, and but I do think it is something like Jesus. Like I'm scrolling through some of the comments on the the shaver post, and um, yeah, I mean it is. People are like, oh, well, they are in Atlanta. Like, (laughs) so again, making the inference like, oh, they have to be gay because that's the only way you do that. But I do think to see that image. for some could be amazingly powerful it could be yes and and for me it was just like oh that's dope i mean it's like that's cool but i mean almost every other comment on this post makes some crack at atlanta or some crack at (laughs) them being gay yeah yeah like literally every other comment is like well it's atlanta ain't no fool running his hands through my head like yeah calm down yeah like and, and like i said like i'm i would probably be taken aback if someone was to do that um i'm personally not even but i could see like, that because like for me too it might not be that it might be if you hugged me and ran your hands across the bottom of my back like certain ways you touch somebody you might not feel comfortable with that yeah. from certain people and that's fine yeah, like I mean, because like if I was to do, like if I was to do that to uh, a, f- a female, like I don't, I don't know, like how that would be taken. You know what I mean? Like if I'm just like hugging her, like giving and, that female yeah. a hug, and then I start rubbing my hands through her, her hair. Yeah, I mean, and then that, that has a different con- connotation. I mean? Yeah, yeah, that might be then a sexual connotation. Yeah. Like, ooh, he's <laughs> he's turned on. He's doing whatever. Yeah. I yeah, I just um I guess it's Yeah, I mean I don't see what the big deal is, but I see why people are talking about it. Yeah. Because of the society that we live in. But I do think I thought it was dope that they felt comfortable enough to express themselves in that manner, knowing the world that they are in and they were gonna get backlash. Yeah. But the, the the point that I am noticing through these comments on the post on the shade room is that um, way more of the homophobic or um, the the comments about them being gay are from women. Really? That's interesting. Perpetuating, like, then maybe that's why men don't feel comfortable. <laughs> because if they do express themselves or show some type of emotion or vulnerability, then, then they get labeled gay by yeah, women. Yeah, you're right. Trust me, listen, I I want to, there's probably at least 17 times a day that I want to go into the shade room comments and just call people idiots but I can't I mean you can't do that you cannot engage in such a manner on the internet with these people because you will go crazy listen I got I I, I me and she could engage last weekend I got called a rapist <laughs> I saw that I was like what is happening here <laughs> I'm just like I died died I don't know what just happened. It went from nothing to 
20 minutes later, me being calling, me being called a rapist and uh, that she prays for my victims. I have no idea what happened. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. I'm going to tell you right now in front of the entire Booty Breakdown audience. I love you to death. I've known you since we were 10 years old. But if allegations of rape came out against you, <laughs> I'm not going to pull no Angela Rock. Dang, that's crazy. <laughs> I'm going to ask, and I'm taking this because I listened to the friends on the day. And last week, their whole their little hashtag was, please respect my privacy at this time. <laughs> that's what I would say to reporters. <laughs> I would I would expect you to have a a emergency pod the next day <laughs> denouncing all allegations against me. That 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 is the type of friendship that I expect. Even I have just learned through all of these scandals <laughs> that it is best to just ask people to respect your privacy. <laughs> Because you're you're not gonna win. Oh my god! Like something's gonna come out. That's gonna make, like even if it has nothing. Like I'll send some meals to the house uh, for you and the and the family or something. <laughs> It'd be like, um, I love you, homie. I don't know. I mean, I of course I do not believe that is in your character. No, I, yeah. But I'm just saying, like I I I was kind of getting a little. Um, oh, I was hit my limit of Angela I'm about to, I was about to say Angela Yee but Angela Rye uh, content and so I just never envisioned that that would be the hill that she was going to die on yeah. never and it's amazing that I feel like she caught more heat than actual Charlemagne's yeah he got out shit he said. yeah he got up out of that yeah like he really skirted by that amazingly and um you know, I, I'm not a, a big fan of his. Um, so it, it didn't make me no matter of mind if people canceled him or not. <laughs> it would be easy because I don't really actively support anything that he does. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he looks like he, he made a statement. His wife made a statement. And he still got his HBO deal. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he got out of that. I mean, he, and, and I mean, he was... He stated that, looking back on it, and now hearing from people that, because you don't you don't consume the podcast, so he, I don't. He had, I forget the guy's name. It's, it's some guy that's like, I guess, big on Twitter, and he writes books, and he's like a, uh, there. I don't even know if he's like a therapist or whatever, but um, but yeah, he basically held you know, Charlamagne the task about like the things that he said and like the tone that he used and he brought him on the podcast this past week and didn't have um didn't have Andrew Schultz on there. And basically was basically gotcha. you know, coming on to say, you know, looking back at it, you know, I shouldn't have used X, Y, and Z tone or I shouldn't have used these words or, you know, I probably wouldn't have been in a situation had I not phrased or, you know, said the things that I said in the way that I said them. So there, you know, there's like, I mean, like even over the past six months since like Charlemagne has been, his his financials have increased 
he has limited the amount of things that he says. But <laughs> you can you you knew eventually some of the stuff was gonna come back to bite him that he said back back in the day. And I mean it definitely did. So I mean not to say Well that. at least he was aware. Yeah, he was aware of it. And um yeah, I mean she caught way more flack than he did, which isn't that how it always goes. Yeah, that's always how it goes. So all right, Kenny. Well, um, thanks for coming hey, on. Hey, you know, anytime, you know, I'm not, you know, the most popular guest, you know, you call me. Oh, my gosh. Shut you, up. Know, you call me here and there. You have big time guests now um, that come in. <laughs> you know, we we climbing you know, on you up. Know, you're, you're moving up the chart. So, you know, you guys will hear from me probably again in season seven maybe <laughs> shut up <laughs> uh maybe but you know i will you know i will say that you know my um my consulting services are available as you can tell based off of last week's episode um that that boonie <laughs> ha- has had some breakthroughs in her life um that, <laughs> <laughs> that i will take at least 92% of the credit for so if you are <laughs> in need of life breakthroughs, uh, relationship breakthroughs. Um, you know, I am here to serve and you know what I, you know, I don't even really charge. Um, you know, I'm just here to make sure that people are fulfilling their lives and the way that they should, you know, so, you know, I will say Kenneth has talked to me off a many alleged this year. You know. A many. I'm just talking about the growth. And so you know. he he gives really good advice. I try to take it. I try. And sometimes I don't yeah. listen. And then I'm like, man, I should have listened. <laughs> you know? I- but he is uh he he has uh steered me well this year. You know, and I'm available, you know, just because, you know, we're hoping, you know, we're hoping by, you know, the the, the last quarter of 2018 that, you know, Booney is moving in a, in a, in a, in a stronger direction. Um, so, you know, I'll, towards I'll, yeah, what? Listen, I ain't gonna put your business out there, but we're. we're oh, because you should see my face if you can see my face. <laughs> we're, we're, we're progressing in the right direction. So. <laughs> um, you know, I will I will have some free time, um, some available, you know, mentoring hours um, that, you know, I'm available if you need me. Um, you can reach me via Twitter and or uh, if we connect, I will give you my personal email address if you do need. Oh, he giving out the personal. Well, let me just say to bring this whole conversation full circle. Do not use this as an opportunity to make your end. Shut up. And mess up my happy home. Because <laughs> right, I will cut How do you it. end this part? Good night. <laughs> Bye, Kenny. <laughs> Thanks again to Kenny for coming on the podcast. He knows I love him. But I mean, when I say don't start no shit, won't be none. Okay, ladies. <laughs> He's so going to kill me. But if you are a hoe, 
and you want to wear your home I say t-shirt be sure to head over to the booniebreakdown.com backslash shop and use the code booney 10 booney 10 for 10 percent off your orders this week that is my thank you to you and i appreciate the support and if you enjoyed this episode i encourage you to listen and subscribe to the podcast on apple Podcasts, spotify soundcloud stitcher and google Podcasts, or any app that you listen to your podcast on don't forget to leave a review too you might just hear your review on the next episode okay follow us on all social media share the episode with those you love those you don't love those you fucking hate i don't make those pretty images for nothing have a dope ass week guys thank you for listening until next time